Welcome to I'd Rather Stay In, the podcast for cozy introverts. We're your hosts, Megan Myers. And Steffi Predmore. This week's topic, TV shows. Hi, Megan. Hey, Steffi. What's up? Oh, not much. We're just here. It's Tuesday again. I feel like I I get to Tuesday and this is this is the marker of my week. Talking that's to you. True. Sitting yeah. here having a chit chat. It's a short week this week though, so that's good. It is a short week. As we record this, it is the week of July 4th, so I am taking off Thursday and Friday. Our whole company is Friday off. So it's it's a short week. It's a nice, going to be a little bit of a long holiday weekend for everybody. So, you know, you can still hang out, not work, which is great. How's it going? What's up with you? Well, this weekend is Max's birthday. <gasps> That's right. He's the 4th of July, baby. And so... Every holiday rolls when it rolls around. It's his birthday. He gets very excited. He's been counting down the days. Are you are you doing anything? I mean, obviously you can't have like a birthday party, which yeah, um, kid birthday parties are kind of a hot mess anyway. But <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, he wants so he's requested uh, homemade waffles for breakfast, Aww. and um, our neighborhood are like. HOA pool is, I think, going to be open, mm-hmm. and they're on, like, a reservation system, so they don't just let anybody in. You have to book in advance, and then sure. you have to have a mask, and you have to bring your own chair, because they took all the chairs away, and um, they have lots of safety protocols in place. So, in theory, we're going to go swimming. Um, and then, actually... Uh, for the evening, there's a water park right by my house. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that from when you visited. Vaguely, yes. Um, but it's, like, just across the highway, mm-hmm. like, five minutes away. Um, and they are hosting the city's fireworks this year. Oh, nice. So we don't have to go anywhere to watch fireworks. You can literally sit, sit in, the backyard. in our backyard. You could, like, yeah. sit in the backyard and, like, make s'mores or something. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. No, that's that. I, I can get behind that. That sounds like a pretty good birthday. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, the only bummer is that we have to wait till like 9:30 for them to have the fireworks because you have to wait till the sun sets. Will Max and make it's, like, it dark, that long? He claims that he will. Because <laughs> you, he, he's like, well, usually we watch a movie on Saturday nights, and I'm stay up for the whole movie, and I'm like, not till 9:30. You don't. <laughs> And I was like, he probably should just take a nap during the day just in case. Because he also wakes up at 6 in the morning. God, I can't make so, it from 6 in the morning till 9 at night. No. It's so <laughs> sweet, though. He wakes up really early. And he knows that he's not really supposed to come wake us up. So he just stays in his room and reads. <gasps> for like an hour. What a dream child. He's such I a know. good little kid. He's great. He also helped me make dinner tonight. He's such an old man in a child's body. He really is. He's just a little old man. I just, he's just so cute. <laughs> he's just such an old soul. I love him with his little hats. Uh, oh, 
Yeah. Max. Yeah. Oh, He's a good kid. Max. He's a good kid. So we've been watching a lot of TV lately because yeah. there's not really a whole lot else to do, is there? I mean, I could be productive, but that's really Why? boring. <laughs> Why would I'm we do that? all day. I, right. I'm produ- I am productive for eight hours during the work day. I'm hella productive. I get to the evening and I just, my brain, it just like poops out on me. I just can't. I, I really commend those who can continue the hustle on after dinner time, but right. I... I'm just done. Pre-kids, I was better about getting things accomplished in the evenings. Um, And -hmm. I can still get, like, limited things done in the evenings. But because I used to just, like, get up, roll out of bed, start work. Yeah. (laughs) Like, literally get up, like, five seconds before I started working. Like, that was it. But now I actually have to get up and the baby's up and I feed her and play with her and do all that stuff. And like, I actually get things accomplished in the morning before I start work. And then I do, I get to, I get to after dinner and clean up the kitchen and I'm like, well, I'm done. So it's TV time. Yeah. So what are you, what have you been watching lately, Megan? Well, this is actually very recent. I just started watching this weekend, but I'm almost done with the whole show. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted to talk about it. Um, I don't know if you have HBO Max, which is the new version of HBO now, which I guess I think you were using my login anyway. I was so. using your login anyway. <laughs> so technically, I guess I have it, but I haven't been on the app in a while. Yeah. So the, So it's weird because there's still HBO now. But there's also HBO Max. So, like, I have HBO Max on my iPad. Okay. But it's HBO now on the TV. (laughs) Sure. So the TV has fewer shows than HBO Max. Because HBO Max has, like, a lot of... uh, It has all the shows that HBO does. And then it has all these partner shows. Like, it has all these shows from TBS. Oh. Like, all these other channels. Interesting. Yeah. So... I, I don't know how that any of that works at all with licensing or whatever, if they own all those channels or whatever. Uh, but one of the shows that had been on TBS for the past couple of years that I was excited to watch, even though we don't have ca- a, a cable aside from like apps, mm-hmm. so I hadn't seen it yet, was the show Search Party. Oh, I, don't, I haven't heard of that one. So it is... Uh, Aaliyah Shawkat, who was the, she played Maybe in Arrested Development. Oh, uh uh-huh. Um, it's about her and her three friends that live in New York and a murder and a a person, missing person and like all these things tied up. Uh, and it's really good. Um, and the episodes are only like 20 minutes long because they were on TV. So like you can like blast through them pretty quickly. Sure. But I have just been watching like all of those. each night and it's hard to it's it's the kind of thing where you're like well i want to find out what happens next so just keep going yeah but it's also a show where the people are like just really terrible people Uh uh-huh and generally i do not like shows where all of the characters are just terrible people sure but this one is it somehow works yeah Um, like charmingly terrible i guess (laughs) 
it's only it's only three seasons. And I don't know if it ends after this season or not, but I just started season three last night. I guess you'll find out when you get to the end of this episode by probably midnight tonight. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. At maybe uh, at least at latest tomorrow. <laughs> I'll have to add that to my list. I had not heard of that one, but um, I like I like things that are, are charming and charmingly terrible i suppose with the people i don't know um i'll have to add that i'll have to add yeah, that to like, my list i mean i wouldn't say the sh- i wouldn't say the show is charming it's more that like the people are so terrible but like you somehow aren't like mad at them about it <laughs> have you ever watched a show where people like a lot of the characters are just really terrible and you're like i don't care if anybody wins in this show yeah um uh wow shoot uh little fires everywhere i felt like that about the characters in little fires everywhere um which i did not read the book for anyone listening reference but i i did watch i watched uh, the show on hulu and i got to the end and i was like i mean i was still i was interested to see where it went but i was also like i don't know that i'm rooting for any of these characters because they're all horrible people yeah, I was kind of like that with um, with Mad Men. Yeah, Mad Men definitely, like, oh, it reached God. a point where I was like, they're all terrible people. They're all terrible. They all suck. Yeah. Why am I watching the show? Because it's yeah. beautifully done. That's why I'm watching the yeah, show. That's why you're watching that show. Yeah, it's very different than like Schitt's Creek, where mm. they are, they're like, just bad like not bad people but they're just like not great humans but then they become better humans and they're charming along the way like i think the difference and then you start to root for them (laughs) yeah i think it's aside from schitt's creek being a comedy and mad men being a drama i think the difference is that the characters in schitt's creek are terrible but they're not intentionally terrible they're just clueless. They're just clueless. They're and in their own world. Yeah, in their own world and naive about, like, other people and stuff. Whereas in Mad Men, they are definitely intentionally assholes. Oh, yeah, they totally know what they're doing. I think the last episode of... I think the farthest I got in Mad Men was whatever season where uh, he... He, John Hamm's character, uh, marries the secretary um yeah i don't remember what number that is but they yeah. and they th- and they like sh- they like throw like a dinner party or like a cocktail party or something at their house and she like really awkwardly like sings to him in their like sunken living room <laughs> do so, you know what I'm t- episode i'm talking i do about? know what you're talking about because that's actually like a really infamous episode that's about because it because of I that watched, stupid scene it's terrible and i watched <laughs> it and i had so much secondhand embarrassment that i like couldn't continue watching the show <laughs> i was like okay well that 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 ruined it for me it was so bad so that's as far as i got with mad men in case anyone was curious i was trying to decide if like it got better after that but i i don't know yeah, I it didn't was, finish watching it. But. It was so well done. 
Yeah. That it was, I, I mean, that's why I got as far as I did, even though it was clear that everyone was just kind of shitty humans, but. Yeah, well, I, I will spoil I it for and, you and let you know that he divorces her, so. Gee, I'm so surprised. They seemed <laughs> like such a solid couple. I can't believe you are saying they don't make it. Right? <laughs> So, okay, so that that leads me to a question. What are what are some shows that you like really wanted to like and just could like everyone loves them and you tried and you just couldn't get into them? Okay, well, I so off the top of my head, there one that I didn't necessarily like want to like it but it was one of those shows that everybody seemed to like and I was just like but why mm-hmm. I don't understand the show um there's a couple of them um How I Met Your Mother okay did not think that was show was I couldn't watch like more than a couple episodes of that show mm-hmm. uh um I cannot remember the name of it now because it so bad and I hate it so much (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh do you remember the premise what's that do you remember the premise yeah it's the uh it's the show with the nerds what is the name of that show oh the big bang theory big bang theory yes I hate that show I can't get into that one either and I think maybe it's because, like, I know or used to know, at least, especially in college, like, a lot of people that actually were like that. And so <laughs> like to too see close it to on home. screen, I'm like, this isn't funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. And also, any show where they, like, pause every five seconds for laughter is really it is, it's not a, my It's kind a of tough show. look. It's, yeah. It's, it's a tough hang. Um, another show that I did want to like that I only sort of like is Outlander which I feel like is probably sacrilegious to some people but like it's okay I got so I watched I like blew through the first season Mm -hmm. and then I got maybe halfway through the second season and then I just got distracted elsewhere and just haven't gone back to it but I've heard the books are much better than the show which is you know not surprising well, I also don't like romance books, so that would do it. Yeah, I probably am not ever going to read them. You're probably uh, not. You're <laughs> probably not their target audience, right? But I, I do like period dramas, so that's why I was. That's true. Hopeful that I would like it, but I think I might have left off around the same point that you did. Yeah, because I think we were. You were just like a few episodes behind me, and. Because I know yeah. you got to the end of the first season because we were discussing it. And then mm-hmm. I think we both sort of fell off around the same time. They are in France. Yes. That's as far <laughs> as I got. They were in France. That's about where I was too. <laughs> yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, I tried to watch... I tried so hard to get into The Umbrella Academy on Netflix yeah and I just couldn't I don't know what it was I was annoyed by every character except the one that sees the dead one 
Yes, Klaus. Yes, I was annoyed. He's the best character. In I the would whole take. Show. <laughs> I would take a spinoff of just Klaus. He was great, yeah. but every other character in the show annoyed the shit out of me. And I think I watched like two or three episodes, maybe maybe more. And I then I was I was finally like I can't do it. Nope, I don't like it. Bye. I did watch the entire thing and I'm I'm not sure how I feel about it because I remember when I watched the first couple of episodes and I was like man the pacing on this show is just like real it's weird like it's yeah it's not like maybe it is it's it's not like all the the time sequence of the show I don't know it's hard to explain I guess um, because it's not like it's slow. It just feels slow. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why, because there's a lot of stuff happening. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if it would make more sense if I had like read the graphic novels, but also but I, feel like- I hate having to try and go to the source material. Like it should just be a good show. Right. Exactly. And I feel like there were a lot of people that really liked it that certainly could not have read the graphic novels mm-hmm. so there were definitely people that liked it that like there, there's no way that everyone like that liked it read the novels so i feel like it's just i don't know yeah i think there's just a, a lot when an ep when an episode for a show is longer than an hour mm-hmm. it just feels really really long anyway and so yes. i mean you're essentially watching like a movie yeah and when you a lot of the TV shows, you know, you don't necessarily have, like, that early character building. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of just dive in. You're like, I don't know what's going on. I'm watching these people for an hour and nothing's happening. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, the new season actually is coming out at the end of July. And I will watch it. Or at least I'll I will start to watch it. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I do like Klaus a lot. Um, I'd like to see that actor and other things. I'm not sure what else he's done, but yeah, he was good. Like I did like him. an interesting actor. Yeah, I did like him. When is the new season of um, Stranger Things supposed to be out? Um, I think it's not until perhaps November. That's rude. <laughs> I know it, like last year it came out 4th of July so it does feel like a really long time it feels like such a long time and I remember so because Alex and I always get away for his 4th of July weekend and mm-hmm. just like hole up in an Airbnb and I remember we were holed up in the Airbnb and the new season had just come out but I hadn't seen any of it before and I was looking for something that we would both enjoy Mm-hmm. And so I turned on Stranger Things. I was like, well, we'll give it a try. And we binged through all three seasons in almost as many days. Like, it's really good. It was so good. I, like, we, uh, honest to goodness, the first two seasons I think we watched in a span of like 36 hours or something. <laughs> <laughs> we like got up to eat, and like that was basically. <laughs> how we spent our weekend and it was amazing i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i know a lot of people think that the obviously the first season was just like amazing because it was so different and 
well done and like mm-hmm. all of the different elements that they added on they thought the other two seasons weren't as good mm-hmm. but i thought they were just as good but for different reasons yeah i liked the, i liked all three seasons yeah um i think i want to say alex said that he that he thought that he liked the third season the best but i might be making that up but i don't know that he actually listens to this podcast so we'll never actually get that <laughs> fact checked this is this is a, this is a test babe if you're listening Stranger Things is one of the only shows that Bob and I watched together. Yes. And so whenever the new season would start, we would watch a couple episodes and then it'd be like 11.30 p.m. and be like, I really want to watch another one, but we really have to go to bed. Right. (laughs) We have children. We have small children. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's not a lot of shows that we watch together anymore. Mm -hmm. Um I feel like we've gone through a lot of them. Um, I, t- I turned on Ozark and I think that he- I don't know that he was as interested in it. So neither of us made it very far in Ozark. Um, although I'm willing to give it another try, but I've watched, I'm still in set this in the second season. I, yeah, I'm still somewhere in the first season. I haven't, I haven't yeah. even finished the first season. The, but. the first season for both be, me and Bob and I both watched it separately. Uh-huh. We both watched it. Yes. But uh, the first season definitely drew both of us in like right away. And then the second season we both kind of like started and then forgot about <laughs> until yeah. the third season came out. I feel like that happens a fair enough, a fair amount for me. I'll be like watching something and then I get distracted elsewhere and then I just forget about it and I don't circle back to it. Yeah. So... It's one of those where you're like, yeah, it's good, but, like, it wasn't, I don't know. I I do, so what are some shows that you, like, will routinely, like, rewatch? Do you have any shows that you will go back and rewatch just, or even just, like, turn them on as background noise if you're, like, working on a project or something? Um... So pretty much the only show shows that I would do that for are either The Good Place. That is an like acceptable watch, answer. I like to just watch that one, though. Yes. I can't do other things. I'm like, but now I want to watch it because it's so good. Yes. Um, and Parks and Recreation. Yes. Those are both excellent answers. I think, I think um, depending on how I'm feeling, sometimes The Office creeps into there. Sure. I can't get into the Where it's the one office. that you can rewatch. But it's only, like, it's very specific episodes. Like, I can't just turn it on and then, like, let it go through all the episodes. Sure. Because there's so many episodes of The Office that are, like, super cringy. Yeah. And they're meant to be, but, like, they're super yeah. cringy. That's the problem. That's my problem with The Office. I, like, can't, it's so cringy that I can't. Yeah. I can't It gets better it. after the first season that's less cringy. Um... I don't know that I can make it through that far. But there's a lot of, like, awkward... Yeah. yeah no. So if I could re- make it through What's-Her-Butt singing to... <laughs> in Mad Men, yeah. I don't think I could get it through the office. <laughs> Parks and Rec is definitely my go-to on that, though. Mm-hmm. Every time. I don't know how many times I've watched it. And the funny I... thing is, if you are, like, watching a show on Netflix, even if you've already watched it, and you watch, like, a bunch in a row... 
Then the next day you get an email and Netflix is like, you need to finish watching the show. Oh, don't you get forget, emails about that? Don't forget about Parks and Rec. And like, oh. I've watched it 10 times. I'm not going to forget about it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not forgetting about it. It's fine. I've never gotten an email like that from Netflix. Maybe I like unsubscribed or something. Um, those are both on my rewatch list. I, I will watch those two. Um, I just finished yet another rewatch of Jane the Virgin. Um... So, so I've seen the first three to four seasons multiple times. And since the show like wrapped up, I have watched it start to finish twice. Because <laughs> it is one of those like if I'm like writing, like doing freelance work or something in the evening, I can like have it on or like have it on while I'm like kind of falling asleep or whatever. Um and but and I mean I do end up like getting sucked into it, but that's that's one of those shows for me. I'll also turn on episodes of Queer Eye like that. I'll just like have them on, um, and I can rewatch episodes of Queer Eye or like British Bake Off. But those are those are sort of my like bit, like the ones that I I go back to a lot. Although there are certainly plenty of shows that I have like rewatched and enjoyed, mm-hmm. but. I read something or saw something not too long ago that was like basically the theory is like if you have anxiety that you enjoy rewatching things sometimes more than you like watching new stuff because you know how it ends. There's there like aren't any surprises. That makes and, sense. And I definitely find myself doing that like in t- like times that are particularly stressful or like that are particularly emotional. I I like to go back to like my comfort shows and the things that like I know are going to make me feel good. That's definitely why I rewatched Parks and Recreation when like all this COVID stuff was. Yeah. St- I think maybe like I think maybe I started in April and I was definitely like I need something <laughs> that is going to yes. make me happy and I don't have to think about and this just show just always cheers me up. Yeah, I need something fluffy, nothing, nothing too, nothing too crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely, that's how I feel. That's why I want, like, I'll rewatch, like, Great British Baking Show, Queer Eye, like, any of that kind of stuff that's just, like, here's some warm fuzzies. <laughs> well, speaking of, like, total fluff TV, we absolutely have to get into your obsession with watching the Bachelor <laughs> franchise. <laughs> Because I gotta say, I do not get it. I know you don't. This is like the biggest like point of contention in our friendship. <laughs> the fact that you think I'm insane for watching my I mean, trashy you're not reality. the only one I know who watches it, but I literally do not understand why anyone watches them. I have to be it's honest. It's so confusing to me. I'm not totally sure I understand why I watch, but I do. Like, I, I, and I will say that in recent, the, like, the recent seasons, there's some stuff that just drives me kind of crazy, and it makes me be like, ugh, am I done with this show yet? And then I still keep going back, like, people who are still watching Grey's Anatomy. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like it's a very similar thing. You're like, they've killed off all of the characters, but I'm still gonna watch. Like, I don't why know why Why would anyone they... go to that hospital? They are <laughs> all die. <laughs> exactly. Like, mm. Um... 
But uh, I feel like that about The Bachelor, like, and The Bachelorette and The Bachelor in Paradise. I don't necessarily watch all of the spinoff shows, mostly just, like, those those three main ones. Um, There's more than that? So they've tried doing some different stuff. Like, they tried... Like, two years ago during the Winter Olympics, they tried doing the Bachelor, like, Winter Games. And they brought on people that had been on different international versions of The Bachelor and Bachelorettes. And it was a hot mess. I did watch it, but it was a hot mess. Um, And they just did this weird thing this summer. It was like, The Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart. And it was, like, all of these singers... And musicians, and I watched, I think I watched one episode, and I was like, this is horrible. I cannot watch. And so, and I listened to um, The Bachelor podcast, and even, like, their, their, their job is to do this podcast about The Bachelor and all of the shows, and even they, like, they were they got to the point where they were like, is this stupid show over yet? This is the worst show ever. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, it was pretty terrible. But yeah, I don't know. There's just something that like, it's just like so dumb and fluffy and drama filled. And I think it's because it's drama that has absolutely no connection to my life that I'm like, sure, I'm here for it. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> well, maybe I will try. There's a the next, the, the next round. The next Bachelor, and because I I'm not sure if they're doing his season or if they're doing the Bachelorette next. Because now it's all messed up because of COVID. Um, but the next Bachelor is their first Black Bachelor. And as as Adai would say, we have to watch because he needs good ratings so that they don't say that it was bad ratings because he was black. Right. So That's that's crazy. How many seasons have they had? Like 40 seasons. What? And they've only had one black lead and it was Rachel Lindsay. She was the bachelorette like that's insane. Three years ago, maybe two, three years ago. Yeah. And well, and people were weird like people were already starting to like throw a fit about it um as they were announcing like oh the next two whatever um because there was a really great guy that was like a contestant or whatever on the bachelorette a couple seasons ago mike and he was so gorgeous so sweet just like one of those you just like fall in love with him immediately through the tv and they didn't like pick him to be the next the bachelor that next season and everyone was like why like they chose because usually like the fan favorite gets to be the next yeah a lot of times it is it's like whoever is like the biggest fan favorite and so many people were like we want mike to be the bachelor and then they made stupid peter be the bachelor and his his season was terrible and he was stupid (laughs) and he was the worst so then like so people were like already mad about it and then um like it's just been kind of it's just it's been a whole thing um because then they got called out about it 
Chris Harrison was doing an interview, um, and someone, like, he was very pointedly asked, um, like, why, like, when are you going to have a black bachelor? And, like, the way he worded it was very much like, oh, you know, we just look at the merits of the person as a whole or something or other. And, And it was, but, like, the way it was worded was very much like, dude, you've had a lot of really great guys who happen to be black who were also fan favorites and you haven't made any of them bachelors, but you've made like some total dill holes bachelors. So yeah, that's a really crappy answer. And like, right as it was all starting to blow up, they were like, just announced Matt James is going to be the first black bachelor. By the way, this announcement has been in the works for a really long time. We didn't just do this because you were all losing your minds about it and calling us out about it on social media. No, of course not. (laughs) So, of course. So, but the TLDR version is that you should watch the next season of The Bachelor because it'll be the first black bachelor and he is pretty darn cute. Well, you'll have to remind me when it's on because I'm really terrible at watching live TV. (laughs) Well, that happens when you don't watch, like, cable, so. (laughs) Yeah. Everything's on Hulu or Netflix. Yeah. So I don't watch The Bachelor, but I have watched the entire series of a show that is based on the concept of The Bachelor. Okay. Uh, It's a show that was on Lifetime called Unreal. Oh. And it was about it was about the behind the scenes of making a bachelor type show. Oh. And it was awesome. It was full of all of the drama. It was full of the backstage drama about how they manipulate the whole thing. And there yes. was like all this crap going on. It was amazing. I have to watch that. I think it also is on I think it's on Hulu or something. It's on on some platform out there. I have to watch that. I also enjoy so I don't so I don't enjoy reality TV like I don't watch like Bravo. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not a, like a Real Housewives kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, I like couldn't I I can't get into that kind of stuff. Um, but I watched <laughs> I watched a number of the Netflix reality shows. And like which ones? So um, Love is Blind. I watched <laughs> because of course I did. Um and it was wonderfully terrible. Like it was it so perplexing and yet I I couldn't stop watching it. Um it's just it's I just I don't it's it's I I don't even know how to tell you like people seem so invested in that show. So it was one of those where you're like watching it and the, the, the so the premise of the show is that they're in these pods and the they can't see each other they can you can they have like scheduled times in these pods or whatever to talk to the other people and all the women like live in one side of the house all the men live in the other side of the house but the men and women don't see each other they date in these pods get to know each other in these pods and then, like, the premise is that they're, like, getting engaged and that they are engaged before they ever see each other. Now, as you're, like, because I watched, like, the trailer for it. 
I was like, hmm, this is really, like, interesting premise. The thing that made it, like, particularly wild is that, because I thought it was going to be, like, they're getting to know each other. Like, the whole show was leading up to, like, they get engaged and then they see each other. No, 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 no. They get engaged within, like, a week of talking in these pods. So, like, within one episode, basically, people are, like, already engaged and, like, seeing each other. And then they go out and the rest of the show, the rest of the episodes, is them, like, living. And they go on this basically sort of like a, like a honeymoon type of thing. And they go on this, like, week-long vacation in Mexico. And that after they like just seen each other for the first time and then they go back to their real life and then they get married and apparently once they got back from the vacation in Mexico they had to walk down the aisle and then even if they knew they weren't going to marry the other person like their contract said that they had to walk down the aisle and then decide like at the altar like say I do or I don't Okay. It, it was <laughs> like how many of them how many of them actually got married and how many of them are still married? Two of the couples I think two of the couples actually actually got married. One of them is definitely still married. I yeah, I think so I think both of the couples that got married, I think, are still married. Because then, because they, they filmed this in, like, at the end of, like, 2018. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't air until the beginning of this year. Um, and so then they did, like, a reunion episode with everybody. So I, I want to say that there were six couples that they ended up, like, following. One of them broke up in Mexico. And then the other five all like walked down the aisle and two of them got married i think i'm trying to i I think that's right um but like one of them was this like really adorable interracial couple and they were just they were super adorable and so i think at the end of the time everyone was really watching like for them because they were just so adorable um they were just the types of people that you just sort of root you just root for them they're just so pure you're like i just love you you're so cute like oh my god um and then there was like another couple where the woman was 34 and the guy was 24 and everything that was going wrong in their relationship there were many things wrong in their relationship but everything that was going wrong in their relationship like this woman would be like i just don't know mark is 34 is 24 and i'm 34 (laughs) and she like made this huge deal about their age and like no one else was making a big deal about their age and she just wouldn't shut up about it and so that became there were like memes all over the internet because like 2020 is so bad because jessica was 34 mark was 24 um but that's one of the uh netflix reality shows that i've watched um i've also watched the circle which is, like, a very interesting, um, like, social media-based show. Um, Basically, they, like, put all of these people in, like, a a 
uh, apartment building to like in their own apartments and they had to create their like social media profiles mm-hmm. and they could be themselves they could be catfish it like they got to choose like how they would present themselves on this social media platform and they only interacted like via the social media platform and had to vote for like who their favorite people were along the way um and so it was this like and it was it's this interesting game of like are you being genuine but also are you are you being genuine and likable enough but are you also like being are you like attractive enough to the other players like it, it, it was just it was very it's really interesting that was another one that I like didn't expect to like get invested in the people on it but then I suddenly was but the all of the Netflix shows are very interesting because there is definitely these elements to them that are very like they clearly cost a lot of money to produce but then when you watch them you're like did you make this on like a five dollar (laughs) budget like i'm very confused so (laughs) they're they're definitely uh they're definitely a uh a little bit of a contradiction in that way yeah so uh i would be if any listeners have watched any of the netflix reality shows i we need to discuss this please dm me because i need to talk about it I think the only ones that I've seen have been like the contestant type shows, not um, not any of the dating type ones. Oh, um, like the the lava one. Oh uh, well, that one, um, the floor is lava for listeners who might not know. Um, yes. But also, my kids really love Nailed It. Oh, uh huh. That's one of their favorite shows, and they mm-hmm. do also really like. Um, sugar rush but not as much because like you're trying to make something good and like, sure they're professional they're professional <laughs> bakers so like it's not as fun for the kids not, the as, one not as fun like, for the kids yeah because <laughs> they're like oh well, that does look good and then like but that's not what they enjoy so right 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 right, right. yeah um yeah you should watch the circle it is actually kind of it's kind of interesting um to like see how these people are like interacting um so that that one was interesting i know that i know that you won't watch love is blind but that's fine i've got other friends who will watch that with me (laughs) i have other friends who watch my trash with me okay um can we talk about people who (laughs) that, that that i mean can we talk about people can we talk about people who are like I don't watch, I don't watch TV. I don't own a TV. Can we talk about how annoying they are? (laughs) I just think they're really annoying, Megan. Like, stop trying to be better than everyone else. You're not better than everyone else because you don't watch TV. Bye. uh, I don't know if I actually know anybody who doesn't have a TV. I know people that claim they don't have TVs, but... They, or they, like, don't have a TV, but then they, like, watch shit on their laptop. And I'm like, you're... It's the same thing. It's the same... That's what, that's what TV is in 2020. It's the same thing, people. But, yeah, they're like, I don't know. I don't really watch TV. 
Bitch, do you yeah. have a Netflix account? Bye. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like, I, I don't really watch live TV. Um, there's not a whole lot of, like, I would say network shows. Sure. That I enjoy. Um, but, and so I, but I like shows that are on Netflix. I like right. shows that are on HBO. I like shows that are on Hulu. But I like regular, like a lot of the standard TV that like the people watch. <laughs> the people. I don't watch. Because yes. I, I like there's a lot of shows that I think I can't remember which one it was. But it was some show on like CBS and they're like heading into the eighth season. And I was like, I've never heard of this show. <laughs> like, I don't really live under a rock in terms of pop culture. And so I was like, right. who is watching these shows? Well, who is watching CBS? But also like, all, yeah, <laughs> who is watching these shows? Yeah, I think I see some, I think I see some commercials for things just because, so we, we still have cable, um, or I guess we have satellite, but whatever. Um, so that Alex can watch his European soccer mostly is why we have it. Um, I if it were if it were not for his European soccer, we could probably get rid of it. Um, so I see a lot of like commercials for stuff, um, and that's how I know that's that's how I've heard of some things. But yeah, there are even then sometimes I'm like, what? What, what show is that? Yeah, this is what it's been on how long? <laughs> what? Um, and I also like being able to binge stuff. So I don't love watching things live, like week mm-hmm. by week. Um, that's how I get into a lot of shows is like, there'll be if I if I get into a show where I'm watching it live, it's probably because the first season or two was on like Netflix or Hulu or something. And I binged that and then got mm-hmm. hooked. Um, but I just like being able to binge things and watch them whenever I want to watch them. Yeah, especially in the case of uh, new shows that Mm -hmm. usually a lot of times you have to like watch a couple episodes of before you like are really into it, which was the case for me for Parks and Rec. Um, Even with The Good Place, a couple it took me a couple episodes to be like, "What is happening here?" Um, Same thing with Brooklyn Nine Nine. Maybe it's just like a Mike Shore thing. I have to, like, understand his shows for the first couple of episodes before I, like, I don't know. Um, Maybe. Who knows? But I do appreciate, like, yeah, being able to watch more than one and not having to wait, like, a whole nother week and, like, schedule my time and make sure that I, you know, remembered when it's even on or the channel that it's on. (laughs) Right. Like, I'm just the worst at that stuff anymore. So I, I just, yeah, I don't know. I like being able to hop onto my streaming platforms and watch everything there. Whatever. Yeah. Cora agrees. Yeah, Cora agrees. She's <laughs> she's saying hello. <laughs> now, so there's one show that I'm pretty sure that you did not watch that I was curious about your okay. thoughts, um, which is Westworld. I think that was not one you watched. Okay, I... This is actually why I have your login? No, that was for Game of Thrones. That was for Game of Thrones. That was for Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, which... Could be a whole nother conversation. Um, (laughs) For sure. Um, I, so we watched the first, I want to say five or six episodes of Westworld. It was most of the, 
it was a big chunk of the first season. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I know because it was on. We could we were watching it on demand on Dish, and then like we got hooked, and then that was all that was available. And then Dish Network got in a big like pissing match with HBO, and they like dropped each other. And then we just haven't picked it back up though. But I really did like the first like whatever, and that's a, that's another one that Alex and I both were really enjoying. Um, but yeah, I'm we haven't even finished the first season of that. It's one of those where we'd have to like go back and like restart it. I think because it's been long enough. Um, Probably it's also kind of a confusing show. You have to pay attention. You really do. It's one of the. It is a show that Bob and I would watch together. Um, for the first, there's a so there is that one, and then like Game of Thrones for like mm-hmm. a while we would watch together, and then I just got so tired of all of his questions. <laughs> That I was like, I can't watch this with you anymore. <laughs> because he wouldn't remember, especially with Game of Thrones, where there's like 5,000 characters. And yes. he would not remember who all the characters were and who did what like last week. And I'd be like, okay, let me pause it and explain all these things to you. <laughs> but with Westworld, like the first season was very confusing for lots of reasons. And then... The second season was crazy. And then the third season, when they would do, like, the previously on Westworld thing, uh-huh. there there wouldn't be any dialogue. They would just show oh. clips with, like, some music in the background, like some oh. mood music, That's which weird. was not helpful at all. <laughs> no, because the whole point of the previously ons is to remind you of the things that are going to set up for this week's episode. Right. So that's, yeah, that's not helpful at all. HBO. I, yeah. I do recommend you going back and watching it, though, because I do like it. Um, the third season is weird, but you, I can't really explain anything. I was going to say, you probably it. can't tell me why it's weird, because the whole show right. is weird. And I don't want to ruin <laughs> like, it. I, I'm not even sure if like we have any listeners who have not watched Westworld. I'm not 100% certain that I could tell you what the premise is without spoiling it. Right. There was also a movie in, like, the 70s, which is... And it's a book. Um, sure. But, yeah. It's... It's very complicated. It's, like, one of those where you have... You just have to watch it because the, the yeah. premise is very... Is kind of complicated. Mm-hmm. And it's very twisty. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> you just have to watch it. <laughs> and you didn't even get to the end of the season. So, yeah. like, you don't even know how twisty it gets. Yeah, like, I was, we were just starting to get to the twisty stuff, and then yeah. I was like, and then it was like, and then you couldn't watch it. No more, and I was, fuck you! <laughs> I was really pissed. Well, you should finish it, because Aaron Paul is in the third season, okay. and he's my TV boyfriend. Okay. I shall drool over your TV Which boyfriend. also, uh, he's not, I mean, he's not my TV boyfriend in a way that, like, um... Justin from Jane is. Oh, yeah. It's totally about different Donnie. Kind. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I don't think you watch Breaking Bad, but he's in... Oh, I did watch Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's Jesse, Breaking mm-hmm. Bad. But there, yeah. there is something really endearing about him. Yes. He's just like, he's got a presence. He does have a presence. Yes. Yeah. Um, Breaking Bad was an interesting one, too. So Breaking Bad is an interesting one. 
because I watched it and I loved it while we were while it was while it was live or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, that's another one that I like binged a bunch and then watched the last season live. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like can't rewatch episodes of that show. I haven't tried to rewatch it. Um, I think that was the same for me. I think so. We don't because we don't have cable, and that was on AMC. So I think what happened was that I watched the first however many seasons were on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And then the last season come out came out and I just like bought the season pass or whatever it was on on iTunes. Oh, uh-huh. So I watched it that way though for the last season. Yeah. But I haven't tried to rewatch it. It'll be well cuz like um sometimes it'll be on TV. And so if there's, like, you know, you're, like, scrolling, you're, like, oh, okay, um, I'll just pop this on, like, I have, like, an hour to kill mm-hmm. and watch whatever episode of whatever show I've already seen. But I I can't, for some reason, I can't do it with that show. There's a lot of shows I can do that with, and for some reason, Breaking Bad, or, yeah, Breaking Bad is not one of them. I don't know that, why. But it was good. Show, yeah, that's another show where uh, most of the people are really terrible. Horrible. I hate all of them. Awful. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're like cheering in the last episode when the things happen. I can't say it. I guess it's been on long enough. It's been so a while. Spoilers, but yeah, when Walter kicks it, you're like, yes. Yeah. Did you watch the movie, the post-script movie that they no. released last? I don't remember when it came out. Mm-mm. It's on Netflix. Um, so it's kind of just like a an epilogue of okay. like what happens to Jesse afterwards. Oh, interesting. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's it's a really short time frame, but it like gives you that nice like tidy ending. I also have not watched the the spin-off Better Call Saul. Oh, that show's really good too. Is it? Um, it is really good. It's actually Cuz sometimes spin-offs are it, terrible. It, no, it actually might be better than Breaking Bad. <gasps> okay. Because, I mean, it's, like, it takes place beforehand, okay. although there's some, like, after scenes. Okay. Um, but um, I think, so, Bob Odenkirk is, like, a really underrated actor in general. Uh-huh. Like, he's, he started, he was mostly, like, a comedy person, I think. Um, he used to do a sketch show with David Cross that my husband was obsessed with. <laughs> um, and then when he was starting to be on Breaking Bad, and I was like, wait. I know that guy. Yeah. Why is he on this show? <laughs> um, but it's really good. Uh, and it, like, gradually introduces a lot of the characters you see later in Breaking Bad. Okay. Um, and it doesn't have a lot of the, like, at least to the point where I'm at, I'm not all caught up, does not have a lot of, like, the super gross, disgusting aspects that Breaking Bad has. Yeah. Um, Breaking Bad gets a little dark. Yeah. But it's good. And it has, like... It has some of that levity that, like, all of those scenes that Saul was in in Breaking Bad. Sure. Like, brought to the table. So, I really liked it. I think it was really good. Um, I think all the seasons are on Netflix. Okay. I'll have to try it. That sounds like, that sounds like one. Um, I just watched uh, Love, Victor on Hulu. I have not watched that one. Did you watch the movie Love, Simon? No. Okay. Watch. Uh, is so, a little... Excuse a little young for me. I think. I think that's why I didn't watch it. 
Maybe. So, um, but you, because so, you like, um, because you like all my all the teen movies on Netflix. I do, but uh, Love Simon seemed too sad for me. It wasn't so um, from the previews and like what I read. It seemed it sounded like it was going to be super sad. And it was not sad. Okay. It was not sad. It was very much like I, there were definitely some like <sighs> there were definitely some like sad moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has a happy ending. Okay. It has a happy ending and it, it cuz it has very much that like teen romance movie um that like that to all the boys I've loved before like happy romance movie ending it's just with a same-sex couple mm-hmm. instead of a heterosexual couple. Um and it, and you know, working through a lot of those, all of those things that he's going through as he's, you know, coming out. Um, and so, what, you have to watch Love Simon first, and then Love Victor is sort of a spinoff of the movie. Um, but it was really good. It was a pretty quick watch, um, and. Yeah, there's only the there's only the first season, um, and it definitely like leaves off with like a little bit of a cliffhanger. So you're like, mm-hmm. damn it, <laughs> I want more right now. Uh, but it was really good. It was definitely worth watching. Both of them are definitely worth watching. Good to know. I usually forget about shows on Hulu. To be honest, I almost always forget about shows on Hulu. And then my friend was like, "Oh, you should watch Love Victor," and I was like, "All right, I have been looking for." I, my friend who is an Enneagram 7 was like you should watch Love Victor I just started it and I was like awesome and so I started get literally 15 seconds in and realized it's a spinoff of Love Simon and so I stop and I go and I, I rent Love Simon to watch <laughs> watch Love Simon and like I'm texting my friend and I was like oh yeah I have to watch Love Simon first blah 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 and she was like oh I just wikied Love Simon and continue <laughs> and I was like, this is this is the difference between an Enneagram seven and an Enneagram one. <laughs> <laughs> is that she's paused it for 30 seconds, wikied the original, and we'll go back and watch it later. Whereas I literally stopped the show, went and watched the movie, and then went back and watched the show. <laughs> I mean, you have to be caught up. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, you actually you could watch the show without watching the movie, um, but it was more fun to watch the movie first and then watch the <laughs> show. <laughs> I I thought it was more fun that way to like have the full context. So definitely yeah. recommend. I I definitely would recommend it. Um, and then and then you can get pulled down the. Uh, I always get pulled down the Hulu rabbit hole of like, oh look, I can watch Drag Race. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, as soon as I open it and I watch something, I'm like, oh, yeah, there's all these other shows on here. Yeah, there's, like, a whole bunch of, like, older shows that I just forgot yeah. about. And I'm like, ooh, Drag Race. Ooh, whatever. I'm seven episode episodes behind on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Or there's Golden Girls. Or- exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's what happens to me every every time I open Hulu. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's – I think there's, there's a couple new shows on Hulu that I – that seemed kind of interesting, but – uh-huh. Yeah, there's yeah. The Great, which I started for like 15 minutes, and then I got distracted by something in my house, and I, I never went back to it. 
I still want to watch it. it I mean, it, the, the previews or whatever looked pretty good, so. Yeah, and I really like the favorite, which is a similar style, um, mm-hmm. like historic costume drama, but funny mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, so I do want to watch it. It's just I know that it's adult content. And so I have to be very specific about my timing when I watch those kinds of shows. Yes. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah. So, um, okay. One last question. What is a show that you really enjoyed, but the last, but the ending of it you hate? Lost. (laughs) perfect i just like it ready to answer that right away i mean i'm not the only one pretty much everyone hated the ending of lost um it was such a good show in the beginning um season three was kind of a crapper Uh but (laughs) it's uh over the years it was pretty amazing and they were doing some interesting things and uh the last season was just kind of uh like what the hell yeah kind of thing and then um i don't know did you watch lost i did not watch lost it, i thought it was i don't want to spoil anything out. so i don't want to like i've heard it's fine it's like a yeah. thousand years later at this point it if i haven't been watched it i'm just i deserve it to be i just spoiled. got really mad that like like because then it wasn't it like a dream or something weird no so they so it's confusing because <laughs> It starts out with, like, real time. Uh-huh. Like, things are happening in real time, the first few seasons. And then there's this thing where, like, some of them leave the island, but then some of them get, like, trapped in the 1970s mm. on the island. And there's that whole thing, and they have to, like, fix the time thing. I, and... I don't know. It's really weird and strange. And there's all these side plots about other things. And all your favorite characters all die, basically. Yeah. Um, But yeah, in the end, there's this whole thing about how there's like, they had, for when it started out, they had all these flashbacks to help you learn about the characters. And, like, how they ended up on the island. Like, why they were on the plane when it crashed. And, like, you learn about the characters through their backstory that they have to do in a flashback. So they had all these flashbacks for, like, multiple seasons. And then they started doing these scenes where, at the beginning, everyone thought that they were flashbacks. But some of them were, like, flash-forwards to the future. Okay. And then later on in show, they started doing these other flashes, which were flash sidewayses. Okay. Because the point was that they were all dead at one oh. point. Like later, later they all died. And they were all in purgatory. So they were in this weird purgatory and they were just waiting for Jack to like come and die. And, like, save them all from purgatory, basically. That's weird. So they could all be, like, back together in the end. It's very weird and strange. And, like, I kind of do want to watch it again to see if I can understand it a little bit better now. Now that the the anger has worn off. 
a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's not quite as raw. <laughs> like maybe I can watch it and understand it better. I mean, I'm sure once I started watching like the first seasons and then like they kill off my favorite people, I'd be like, mad again. Like Ian Summerhalder is in the first season, and okay. they kill him. And I'm like, why did you do that? Like his character Summer. was a jerk, but why would you kill him? <laughs> you should keep him on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm still like. mad about that i think that's the only one trying to think of other shows that i've actually watched that have ended dexter the ending was yeah that was really stupid (sighs) i have a friend that just dexter had a lot of problems too dexter had a lot of problems but like it was one of those so it was eight seasons after season four it got a little rough season one through seasons one through four solid Yes. Season five started to get a little rough. Season six. Was season five the one with John Lithgow or was that season four? That was season four. Okay. So I stopped watching it in season five. Season five. (laughs) Yeah. Season five was the one with Julia Stiles. I think season six was the one with Colin um, Hanks. Mm. Um, And that was, that was a pretty good season. And then you got to season seven and you're like, hmm. And then you got to the last season and it was very much like, it it was still, it could have been redeemed. I think it could have been redeemed and they just did not. And then even still like got to the last episode and you're like, okay, maybe this. And like that, it came, the last season came out the summer that Alex and I started dating. And so, and um, we were living a long distance at the time, but we would usually be together on Sunday nights. And so, we, and that's when it came out. So we would watch it together. And I just remember being at his place, watching the last episode of Dexter and it ended and he was off doing whatever fucking lumberjack bullshit up in wherever and we were like, we just like looked at each other and we were like, that was bullshit. <laughs> we were just so mad. Yeah, we were pissed. I think thinking about shows like that makes you even more appreciative of the fact that even though I was sad that The Good Place ended, like that they ended it, they ended it the way they it wanted it to. Not just like, yeah, just not let it go that on one, forever. Yeah, that and Jane the Virgin. Yeah. Like shows like that where you're like, I don't want it to end. But then like the ending is so perfect. You brought up Grey's Anatomy earlier. And that makes me think of like, how were they <sighs> even going to end that show? It's been going on for like 20 years. There's only like three characters that are still like original to the show like, like from what? the first season how how do they even end does just meredith just die and then that's the end or like what they've all been dead the whole time and it's a flash sideways i don't know like i, I it's i legitimately don't know like meredith actually blew up when she had the bomb in her hand <laughs> <laughs> and um the guy that plays the coach in friday night Lights. Coach so that was the, yeah coach taylor is <laughs> was the bomb guy <laughs> this is a whole thing yeah I, uh, that's yeah uh, I don't know I don't know how they're gonna end that show because yeah I just feel like it's gone so long 
Alrighty. Yeah. You know when to let a good thing go, do ya? Speaking of, we've been talking about TV shows for a really long time. We have been talking about TV shows for a really long time. But you know what? Sometimes that just makes us happy. So that's true. TV is just a thing that makes us happy because you know what? I would love to be that intellectual person. I would love to be the snobby intellectual that's like, I don't watch TV. I only read books at night. No, you um, wouldn't. But I, <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I mean, I do love books and I love to read, but my brain's fucking tired. And yeah. you know what? I, sometimes I just need, I need my TVs. Okay. That's right. So let's talk about what else makes us happy. <laughs> let's do it. This week, you get to go first. I get to go first. I was, try- I was trying so hard to make you have to go first. <laughs> um, so um, the lead up to the thing that makes me happy is not the thing that makes me happy. I'm just going to t- t- disclaimer that. So the anniversary of losing my mom is this weekend. Um, and uh, so this is always a really hard week for me. And it's always a really hard weekend. Um, but our friend Susanna, she knows that it's really hard. And she also knows that my mom did not get to meet um, my daughter, which is really hard for me. And um, Susanna is a graphic designer. She actually she's the one that designed our podcast logo. She's awesome. And she's just one of the sweetest, most wonderful humans that you'll ever meet. And she did a little bit of snooping uh, through my wedding photos and through some pictures of Edie that I have. And she did a digital drawing um, of my mom holding the baby for me um, because she knew that that was not ever something that I would get to have and it was just really really kind and totally unexpected and she sent that to me this weekend and of course I like opened it and I immediately started crying but it was just so sweet it was so sweet and um it's just it's so cute and it's just a little reminder that my mom is our guardian angel and it just made my heart like so happy to have that and to have a friend who would just think to do something so sweet like that so that is what's bringing me joy oh so how about you um mine is more frivolous than that mine are usually frivolous so i get one deep one occasionally okay <laughs> uh so at christmas time i got a gravity blanket that's a gift yes. um i had asked for one for christmas and my husband bought the enormous one um <laughs> that covers our entire bed be- because he thought that was a good idea for some reason i'd actually when i asked for one i didn't even know they made one that big um because my only experience was with the one at your house which right. is Personal size. size. Yes. Yeah. Um, and also, knowing what I knew about gravity blankets, I would assume he would not have wanted to take part in that because sure. he's like a very warm sleeper. Right. And so uh-huh. I was like, 30 pound weight on you. You probably don't want that. Right. <laughs> um, but he got me this big giant one. And it came with, the one he ordered came with a, a really soft, fuzzy blanket, mm-hmm. like duvet cover situation which mm-hmm. is great for winter um but now it's not winter it's a and little toasty in the summer doesn't it it's a little bit toasty hot um so i had been looking about on their website a couple months ago to get a duvet cover 
because they sell replacement covers. And I saw them, and so I ordered one. And then it came to my house, and I realized that they only sold one size of duvet cover. Yes. And that was for the small one. Yes. Which you know because now it lives at your house. It does. The cooling cover now lives at my house (laughs) and has been great. That has been giving me lots of joy. (laughs) Um, But last week... Uh, they came out with the full-size one yes. duvet cover. And so I immediately ordered it. And it came today. And I'm very excited. It's nice. To use it. It's so much lighter. It's a little different than the one that you got. Uh-huh. Um, but it's like a nice, it's very light cuddle, uh, fabric. Yeah. Um, I can, like, I just picked it up and I was like, oh, well, this is like a sheet practically yeah. in terms of weight and stuff. I'm like, this can be a game changer for bedtime and I yes. will not feel like I'm dying and we have to have the fan on all the time. So yes, I'm really excited it really, about that. Mine has made a big difference for my summer sleeping. So, cause I, I am Good. so used to sleeping with my weighted blanket and it's really hard for me to sleep without it, even if it's hot. So yeah, well, what I'm not having to like stick half my leg out and like the, uh, the whole thing. Right. Well, what happens is that I wake up in the morning and I have like one leg sticking out. <laughs> Granted, yes. part of the weighted blanket, like for some reason, I have more of the sheet and then Bob has more of the weighted blanket. <laughs> So we're all like off kilter every day, even though we reset it every day to try to fix it. Um, So maybe this will help that. Yes. It just might. Well, that's good. That's good. That's a good, uh, that's a good joy. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for you, for your sleep to be revolutionized. Your summer sleep. (laughs) Sleep is very important. Yeah, it sure is. Speaking of sleep... Uh, next week, we're going to talk about yoga. Did you say speaking of sleep because you often fall asleep during Shavasana? I really do. <laughs> so relaxing. And you're kind of encouraged to fall asleep. Come you on. are. You actually are. You're like encouraged to be so relaxed that you could fall asleep. So mm-hmm. join us back here next week as we discuss anything from our favorite yoga poses to why you should be doing yoga. Until then, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and listen to us on your favorite platform. You can also follow us on social media at IRSI Podcast or send us an email at I'd rather stay in podcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from our listeners. Bye.